Hi there, my name is Pamela and I breed British Shorthair Cats in Perth, Western Australia. I've been breeding and exhibiting my cats since 2004 and I'm even a cat show judge. I'm passionate about the cat fancy and I want to share my knowledge and experiences with you so that you can enjoy your hobby as much as I do. That's what the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast is all about. In this series, I'm taking a moment to answer some of the most regular cat breeding questions I get asked every day. Hopefully the answers will help you too. I'm also covering some topics that are important to new cat breeders so that you can start out on the right foot. Some of the episodes are scripted and some of them are off the cuff. The audio is both good and bad. But the main thing is the information and I'm sharing it in whatever way I can with you in mind. Welcome to the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast. My name's Pamela and I breed British Shorthair Cats in Perth, Western Australia. I have a passion for cat breeding and I want to share my experience and knowledge with you. In today's pod, I'm going to answer the question that I get asked quite a bit. I've been asked this question for years. I've been asked this question on my Facebook page. I've been asked this question on my YouTube channel. And I thought it's about time I answered it for everybody because it seems to be a burning question for new breeders. The question is, how can I tell if my girl is pregnant? Um, What what people want to know is how they can confirm pregnancy. Now, when you are a new breeder and you first um, get your cat mated and it's excited because you're having your first litter, it can be you can be crazy excited about the prospect of having kittens. And it's what you've been waiting for, it's what you've been dreaming of, and you will sit and you will look at that cat from the day she is mated and think, is she pregnant, is she pregnant, is she pregnant? And it can be a bit tricky to actually confirm if she is, especially if you're new to it because you're not sure what to look for. So I thought I'd go through some of the things that um, people tell you to do and the way that I do it. And maybe that will help you if you've just had a, um, if you're in your, if you're about to have your first litter, if you're about to have, you know, one of your first litters, it can be really um, exciting and you can tell whether or not you're going to be having babies. So the first thing that you will hear a lot of people say, and it's, a t- it's something that comes up in, um, on the internet, in Google, if you Google it, people will talk about pinking up. And it's a weird expression, but it does actually mean something. So pinking up refers to the fact that when your cat is pregnant, your cat's nipples will get pink. Now, I know you're probably thinking, I thought they already were, but they'll get pinker they'll get they'll change color and they'll become a brighter pink that's what it is in principle but whether or not that actually happens in reality is a bit of a different story my own personal experience is that i checked my first couple of litters i checked my girls um, early to see if they were pinking up and it didn't really tell me yes or no or anything There are some cats that, yes, when they're pregnant, after about the two-week to three-week mark, they will, uh, their nipples will become much more pokey-outy. I don't know if that's a technical term. They will poke out more and they will become, instead of being a very pale um, skin-colored pink, they will change to be a bright pink. And it's not the actual nipple itself that changes in my experience. It's the actual um, areola around the nipple. I'm assuming cats use the same terminology as people. 
Uh, and that whole thing can change color or you can get like a really uh, sort of a pink ring that's around the inside of the areola that's quite it's some it's like a, a bright pink it's kind of the color that your skin would go if it was irritated if that makes sense and now you're all thinking oh my god what am I looking for so some cats that will happen some cats it'll be really obvious they'll be a lot darker in color some cats nothing nothing at all so it's not a super reliable way to tell if they're pregnant but it can um, give you an indication and the problem that I have with it the most is that you know even though as a new breeder you're looking 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 every day to see if this cat's pinked up the times that I've looked and thought yeah I think this cat's got pink nipples I've thought to myself but I don't really know what they look like before so I'm not sure what I'm comparing it to and I'm not sure if I'm right or wrong maybe if um, I mean I didn't do this but I've often thought maybe I should have maybe you could take a photo before photo and then you'll know when it changes because different cats have different coat colors um, skin colors and what might look pink for your cat might be just normal for another cat so maybe taking a photo beforehand would be a good idea and then you'll have something to compare to but pinking up refers to around the two to three um, week mark when your cat's um, nipples will change color and that will be an indication that um, she is pregnant the next thing and the one that I use this is the one that I use most reliably um, is my cats get fat they just get fat they change shape the kittens start to grow and probably <clears throat> a little bit after they would become um, pinked up they will just change shape and become pregnant they'll look pregnant they'll be bulging out at the sides um, at, at sort of the base of their rib cage they'll start to bulge out they will look a bit like a, a football um, and that's an American football or an Australian football not a UK football or a European football not round they look sort of long and round uh, I'm not describing that very well but I think you get the gist they will um, start to look a bit more like they're waddling and they will just look bigger at the sides so when you look at them from above they will bulge out every now and again you get a girl that carries her kittens very low um, and every now and again you'll have a single litter and there might just be one kitten in there and it'll tend to be in the middle as opposed to on the sides but cats have a uterus that is formed into a y shape it's like a it's got two horns we call it and the kittens will be on each side so when the mating happens the um, eggs come down and they get fertilized and they implant themselves along the um, horns of the uterus and so most of the time they're pretty even you would I don't know that you would have a cat that would have like six on one side and one on the other it's not generally like that somehow their body knows to sort of do them quite evenly so they will look a bit even on either side um, if they look lopsided it might be that you've got more kittens on one side than the other I mean I guess out there there's cases where that has happened where it's been all on one side and none on the other oh, and that can definitely happen if one horn's actually got a deformity uh, and then the, the kittens will look more in the middle than on the sides but really the most reliable way to tell if your cat is pregnant is they get fat and they look pregnant they look different they look pregnant they look um, bulgy is the way that I would describe it but it can be a bit you know frustrating as a new breeder because that doesn't come till a bit later and you have to just wait I'm really sorry but you just have to be patient and wait 
and wait for it to happen. And when it happens, you'll know for sure. The um, other things that some people do to confirm pregnancy, and these are not things that I do. These are things that um, other breeders might do and you might hear about and read about. People will take their cats for ultrasounds. Now, taking a cat for an ultrasound to confirm pregnancy is problematic because when you do an ultrasound, when the kittens are just tiny little embryos, unless you've got a really experienced person doing the ultrasound with a really good quality machine that can really detect things quite detailed, they can't see that that's happened. They can't see them on the ultrasound. And if you've got a really experienced ultrasound technician and it's a really good machine, you're going to be paying a lot of money for that. Um, Even to get it done at my vets, just to have an ultrasound like that at my vets with my discount and everything on top, I'm still paying, you know, $75, $85, $95, $100. And that is money that I could be spending on food or litter. That's money I could be spending on something else. I don't need to know that desperately that I would take my cat for an ultrasound. I'm not saying that you shouldn't and I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just not something I would choose to do because my priorities are sort of in a different direction. And I don't know that it would be successful anyway. But if it was successful, I think that that would be because the cat was already at the point where I could tell visually that she was pregnant. So by the time an ultrasound will tell you, chances are you can tell because your cat's bulging out at the sides and getting fat, which is probably, like I said, that's the way I tell if my cats are pregnant. Um, The other issue about getting an ultrasound done is you have to take the cat to the vet. Now, if a cat's pregnant, once a cat's mated, I will do everything I can to avoid the vets at all cost. And I love my vets. My vets are amazing. But I don't want to go there with my pregnant girls. And the reason is that despite everything that they would do to do infection control, um, to make sure everything's clean and perfect, there are things beyond their control and beyond my control. And If there's ever going to be a place where there's going to be bacteria or viruses, it'll be at the vets because people are taking sick cats there. Now, this is just my theory, um, but I don't want to expose my cats to that in any way, shape or form. So I just don't take them unless I really have to. And then you're weighing up the risk. I mean, that is a tiny, tiny risk. But if there's no reason to go there, then why would I expose my cat to any risk at all? If there's a reason to go there, like there's a complication or um, just there is another need to go there, then that risk would become smaller in comparison to not taking them. So I do a bit of a balance in my mind as to what it's what what it's worth. And for me, it's not worth it. I won't take a cat to the vet that's pregnant unless I really do need to do so. And ultrasounding them to confirm they're pregnant, I think is unnecessary because I can do it visually because they get fat. Um, so that's how I feel about ultrasounds. If you do want to go and get one, by all means, talk to your vet uh, because they'll be able to tell you whether or not they're actually capable with their equipment and with their skills to actually detect kittens at a very early age. Um, if you have a burning desire to know and and you're, you want to pay the money and you don't mind taking your cat in and you're willing to take the risk, then go for it. But it's not for me. The other thing... Um, that people do once their cats um, have been confirmed as pregnant because I don't think 
this this is another way that you can confirm pregnancy but i wouldn't recommend it um as you can do an x-ray now doing an x-ray again you don't do the x-ray you can't really get anything off an x-ray until they're past a certain size and by then you can tell visually i think but an x-ray can be used in the later stages of pregnancy and what it can do is it can help you tell how many kittens you have now you can count the skulls and you can count the spines and i have seen um, x-rays of kittens because when you have a c-section well, when you have complications, when the cat's not giving birth naturally, that's when you have to go to the vets. And one of the things we will do as a tool to tell what we're working with is have a look and see um, whether or not the kittens, uh, how many there is and whether they're alive. So we might use ultrasound at that point to tell whether or not there's any heartbeats or any um, live kittens. And then we might use um, an x-ray to tell how many there are. So... Uh, it's still a tool to be able to tell how many kittens you have. We don't. My vet used to. Um, we used to use it at my vets a bit when I had an ultra, when I had a C-section because my vet didn't have an ultrasound technician in house. Um, but now they have a. Um, they, now they can do it in house. So we did it because we didn't want to have to call out the guy that would come out and charge me six hundred dollars to ultrasound my cats. But the. Um, and we knew we were doing we just we just needed a little bit more information before we decided what to do so we um i've used it in that situation so i think probably about three times in 20 years nearly 20 years um but what we do is you have the um you have the x-ray on the screen so what happens is what happens is you take the cat in and the cat has to be shaved and then you have to lay the cat down on the on the um, x-ray table the cat has to be sort of positioned upside down and and held with bolsters and then the vets have to put on the special suit thing to stop the um, x-rays and hold the cat down while they take the x-rays so it's not easy to actually do the process uh, i don't know if everybody who gets it done actually goes in with the cats to do it i'm very lucky at my vets that they're quite okay with me being hands-on while things are happening i think if um you didn't realize how much was involved if you thought they just pop the cat in x-rayed it and take it out again maybe maybe that would be make a difference for some people but yeah it's actually quite a bit of a deal to get them you know comfortable get them shaved off get them x-rayed um, without them being too stressed because you've got a pregnant female and you do not want to stress her so you do it and then you look on the screen and you can see um, the kittens inside the abdomen of your cat and you can count normally we would count spines you can count skulls but I've, it's easier to count the spines they're a little bit more obvious and when they're overlapping you can still count them and then you will count them up and work out how many kittens you have now again I don't want to take the cat to the vet unless I really have to and I also don't want to put them another reason why I don't want to take them to the vet is because I don't want to put them in the car I don't want to put them in the car and drive them for 25 minutes to the vets and stress them out I don't want my pregnant girls to be stressed in any way shape or form I want them to have a beautiful calm pregnancy and then give birth naturally that's the the only things I could hope for I will take them to the vets if they need to go to the vets, absolutely. But if there's not an urgent burning need for it and it's just to satisfy my curiosity, I'm not doing it. So I wouldn't recommend getting an x-ray unless you have to as well. 
So they're two things what you can do, an ultrasound and x-ray, but they're not things that I recommend. Um, now, I'm going to tell you my surefire 100% way to tell uh, how many kittens you're actually having because that's another thing that we get excited about. Ooh, how many's in there? Do you think it's two? Do you think it's six? Lots of counting and guessing will go on, especially in your first litters. You will be very excited. You won't have a good idea of how many to expect because you won't have this pattern that your girls... Generally, my cats will have three or four. That's normally how many I have. I have one girl that has five or six um, and her... Her mum had five or six, so I know that girls from that line might have a few more, but my other lines, which are all pretty mixed in together but come from the same foundations, they have three to four. So when my cats are walking around pregnant, they're bulging out at the sides, I will think if she's even on both sides, she's having four. If she looks a bit long, bigger on one side, maybe it's three. I never really guess five because it's not what I expect. So I don't really... Um, I don't really get too fussed about it now, but I do remember when I first started breeding, it was a big source of excitement. Oh my God, do you think that she could have five? Oh my God, I think she's only got two in there. You know, it's exciting. So easiest way to tell with 100% certainty how many kittens your cat is going to have, 100% certainty is count them as they come out. Literally, it's that. I, I really know that it's exciting to guess and you want to know, but the best way is to wait until they come out because you can't tell any other way unless you go to the vets and do these invasive things. The excitement of them having the kittens is, is there another one coming? I think she's finished. No, there's another one. Oh my goodness, we got three. Oh my goodness, we've got four. This is how it's going to happen when your cat gives birth. Do you need to know in case some are left behind? No, not really, because that's really uncommon. It's it's not like you have to count them as they come out in case, because, you know, you confirm that there was five and you've only got four. It, it generally, I, I think I've never, ever had a cat have a cat, kitten retained inside that I didn't know was there. Um, if they're still acting like they're giving birth, if they act like they're pushing but nothing's coming out, um, if they won't settle... Um, there's all these other indicators that tell you there's still a kitten in there. And I think I've had to do it maybe once or twice where we've had kittens born and we've had to take the mum and the babies in because the last ones didn't come out. And we know they didn't come out, not because we've counted and not because we've confirmed how many are due to come out, but just because of her behaviour is really clear that there's more kittens in there. And the way she feels, the way she looks, the way she's behaving, she's still pushing. She won't settle with her kittens. She's, um, you know, licking a lot. You know, all of these things that you'll learn a bit more about as you go along will indicate to you that there's still a kitten in there. And the chances of it happening in the first few litters that you have while you're still gaining that experience, yeah, you could be unlucky, but it's something that's only happened to me um, may, a couple of times in the whole time that I've been breeding and I do have a lot of breeding cats so I do have several uh, quite a few litters every season um, so on the on the you know balance of probabilities on the on the sheer amount of litters that I have in kittens that I have born 
I've only had it a few times. So the chances of you having it in your first few litters is really tiny. So I wouldn't get too hung up on needing to count them so that you know how many are due to come out. Because even if you do go in and you do do that um, ultrasound or you do do that x-ray and you do count how many are there, you can still get it wrong. So I want to talk to you about an example of when we did have to use an x-ray for one of my cats. We had a cat that wasn't giving birth. She'd given birth, sorry. She'd given birth to um, a couple of kittens that were passed away. And I was 100% certain she still had more kittens in her. She was The way she was behaving, she was still pushing a little bit, but nothing was happening. So we went to the vet and um, like I said, my vet at the time didn't have an ultrasound technician, didn't have an ultrasound machine, and we'd have to get the guy out. So the first thing we did was we did an x-ray just to confirm that there was definitely something still in there. And we could see a kitten. So we knew there was a kitten still in there. We tried oxytocin, which is a hormone that you give a cat to get them to give birth. Um, you can only give it if they're actually in labor. It just helps to con make their uterus contract. It's done only, only, only done by vets. Only done by vets is something that you shouldn't be even contemplating yourself because you have to do it with certain timing. Otherwise, you will cause horrible problems for your cats. And um, yeah, you can have them rupture their uteruses. So we don't want to do that. We let the vets do it. So we tried with that first. Um, we knew there was a kitten there, but we didn't know what was going on. And then an emergency came in with the dog. And the dog had a blockage, suspected blockage. So the ultrasound technician actually did come out for that dog. So while he was there, he did um, ultrasound my cat as well and confirmed that the kitten had passed away. So we had the cat and she had a kitten in her that had passed away and we had a dog that was needing emergency surgery. So I couldn't, I couldn't put my cat above that dog because that dog was going to die if it didn't have the surgery. But my cat was fine. She was okay. She just had a kitten still inside her. And um, what were we going to do about this? So we decided that the best approach would be to see, if, like the other kittens, if she could just pass it on her own. If she did, she did. If she didn't, well, we'd have first thing in the morning, take her back to the vets and have a C-section to get out the dead kitten. And we did an ultra. We already had the X-ray information, and we'd had an ultrasound, and everybody was talking about the one kitten that was left behind, the one dead kitten that was there that we needed to have come out. So we took her home and waited overnight and about two in the morning when I checked on her she had actually given birth to the passed away kitten which is very very sad but at the same time I was really happy that 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 was done and we didn't have to have it she didn't have to have an operation I was really you know happy for her sad for her at the same time when I got up in the morning and went in to check her again there was another kitten there was actually two. So we had had an ultrasound and we had had an x-ray. We all thought that there was one kitten, but there was actually two. And she had passed both of them overnight on her own. So the x-ray and the ultrasound were a tool, but they're not infallible. And they're not going to give you 100% results either. So waiting at home and watching your cat and not being too fussed about needing to know exactly how many kittens are there is the best approach in my book. Another thing you might have heard about is the ability to do something called progesterone testing. Now progesterone testing, while it's not about confirming birth, it's actually about confirming that they're in labor. Um, it's a test that you can do and you can test the levels of hormones that they've got. And it gives you an indication that labor is about to start or that they're in labor. 
Now, again, you need to go to the vets to get this done and you need to, um, obviously there's a, an expense that you'll incur to get this done. I, again, don't think it's necessary. I think that you can tell a cat's in labor when they start pushing out a kitten. Um, it has its place. It definitely has its place. When you have a girl that's perhaps overdue um, and you're getting really concerned and you want to know what's going on, maybe that might be something you can do. If you have to do it, you might do it before they have a C-section um, to be sure that they're actually in labor. So it's something that you can do, but it's not generally something that we do in cats. We normally just wait for them to give birth. Cats are pretty good at giving birth naturally. I think in the dog world, in the dog breeding world, and I'm not a dog breeder, so I'm not an expert, but I think that there's a lot more difference in the conformation of the animals that has made it so that they can't give birth as well naturally as what cats can. So there needs to be a little bit more um, planning, a little bit more um, having C-sections to give birth for all their litters. So progesterone testing might be something that they might need to do to tell when they need to have the um, the, have the C-sections done. I'm not sure, but it has moved into the cat fancy in the cat world that with people are doing progesterone testing I, my vet can do it she asked me if I wanted it and I said no because I didn't see a need for it so again I'm not putting my cats at risk taking them into the vets while they're pregnant unless I really really have to I don't want to stress them out in the car I don't want them exposed even if the risk is tiny I don't want them exposed to anything at the vets and I also don't want um, to have to pay that extra expense. That expense, I'm very much of the. Um, I'm very much thinking about things in terms of uh, if I spend money on that, then I would rather spend that money on things that will be of benefit to all my cats. Like maybe that's part of my litter bill, or maybe that's going to be spent on food, or maybe I buy them a new scratcher. So those sort of things that when I spend money that's eating away at the money that I have for my cats, then my cats are not going to get less of they're going to get less of other things. Well, actually they're not, but that's the way I balance it in my brain. And um, for someone who's breeding, who um, hasn't been breeding for very long and you haven't had litters yet and you haven't had kitten sales yet and you don't really have that money that's come back in to help fund your hobby, it actually is quite a bit of expense to keep paying out on vet bills that maybe you don't need to pay. So I, I don't recommend that either, but I'm not saying don't do it. If that's something you want to do, go for it, but I don't. you don't have to do it is what I'm saying. The other thing that's really, really, really important uh, when it comes to confirming pregnancy is dates the date of mating you need to write this down write it down the day it happens when you first see the boy mate the girl write it down because that's going to mean so much in terms of when your kittens are going to come and what you're going to need to do to get prepared and it's going to give you certainty it's going to give you comfort when the time comes that you're you know what's happening because you know what day it is Cats take 65 days to create kittens and I really recommend that you only put your boy and girl together for three days. If you're a new breeder, I really recommend the three days. Um, you might often get it wrong where you put the cat in too soon, too late and they don't mate, but still just do three days. When you've got a bit more experience or if you've really, really not had anything happen on the three days, you can do it a bit longer. But in the time that I've been breeding, I have, I have left cats together for up to a week. Um, but I've not really done it because 
I've needed to do it because I haven't seen them mating. That's only happened, you know, maybe five or six times. Uh, generally, it's three days. And the three days means that I've got a really tight window. I call it the window, the window of when they'll be giving birth. If they're in together for three days, then um, the first time I see them mate, 65 days from that date plus one day. So I always allow one day for the first day of mating because that's the time that the cats are actually, um, they're induced ovulators. When they mate for the first time, it tells the female cat to release an egg or eggs and then they get fertilized. But before that, they don't have the eggs. So they have to have that first mating to tell them, let the eggs go down into the, into the, um, in to get fertilized. So it's 65 days plus one is what I use. And I write them down. I write down the day that they mated. Even if I write it on a scrap of paper, even if I send it in a text message to myself, even if I write it on the whiteboard, I just make sure it's written down somewhere and then I'm going to remember where I wrote it as well. If you have a calendar, fantastic. Those dates are really important. And from those days, you can then work out exactly when your cat's due and that will tell you when you should be look when they will be pinking up because it's two to three weeks, when they should be getting fat, which is a bit after that, when they should be going into labor, which is 65 plus one day, when they're going to be overdue, which is, you know, day 68, well, 68 is fine, 69, 69 is when you start to, you go to the vets and 70 is too late. So you need those dates written down or you won't know what days those dates are. And that's why, again, another thing I get asked a lot is how to, you know, keeping boys and girls. We don't keep them together because they'll mate freely and you won't know when it's going to, when the, when the kittens are going to come. So locking it down to three days is a really, really good idea, especially at the beginning, because you're going to need that certainty of when they're coming so that you can prepare for it. And you're going to be really stressed out on your first letter, really stressed out. So having those days and knowing like today is day 64, um, those sort of dates are really going to help you have a little bit more. Um, you'll be able to relax a little bit more. You won't be as stressed because you'll know what's going on and what to expect on what days. So that's a lot about, um, you know, confirming pregnancy. How can I tell if, if your cat's pregnant, if your queen is pregnant? Um, you you can use pinking up. You My, my best method is they get fat. Um, how you can confirm it medically and why I don't choose to do that and also that my very best way to tell how many kittens you have is to count them as they come out oh and don't forget to take the dates so I'd like to say I hope you um, I hope you enjoyed um, the cat breeding for beginners podcast I have more helpful videos on my youtube channel and make sure you subscribe and tell your friends I'll um, chat to you next time Bye. Thanks for listening to the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast. Make sure you visit my website at catbreedingforbeginners.com for lots more information. You can sign up to my email list and stay tuned as my Cat Breeding 101 online course is coming soon.